the last book that I read. It's called Off the Beaten Trail, and it's written by my friend Jake Hilbrun. I believe I read it, I think it was my first semester, junior year of college, so almost three years ago. It's been almost three years since I last completed a book. But in the past three years, everyone, I've bought a lot of books. I have. I just don't read them. It's too easy to buy books. A few clicks on Amazon, it's at your door in two days. And I walk into bookstores. I like the energy. And I'm also kind of impulsive. Last month, I left Pals. It's a huge bookstore in Portland. I left Pals, uh, a bag, my right hand, in the bag, a receipt, and one book. And if you took the receipt on and if you looked at the receipt, you would find that the book cost $34.99. I'm going to say $35. I walked out of Pals with a book that cost $35. I felt very good about myself, though. I was leaving with a book, bettering myself. I felt like I donated to charity. It was weird. But, but I remember I got in my car and I was driving home. In the book, it was passenger the entire way. I, I parked outside my house. I got the book. I went into my house and up to my room. I, I took the book out of the bag and the receipt. I looked at it one more time. I crumpled it and I threw it in the corner. But I'm looking at this book, hardcover. I'm kind of turning around. I'm really analyzing it. I'm flipping through pages. And I look at the cover one more time and I'm holding it very tightly. I'm looking at it. I'm almost staring right through it. And then I place it on my desk. Everyone, I want you to know something. Right now, as I'm recording this podcast, right now specifically, I'm looking at that book. I haven't touched it since I bought it. It wasn't $6. It was $35. I'm just not the biggest reader. I can read. I'm just not the biggest reader. If I'm reading a book, I'll read down the page, but then I'll realize my mind's somewhere else. And so I'll read that same page again. But then it's funny because my mind... It's not where it was the first time. It's in a different place. That happens four or five times. After a while, you just close the book. After a while, you read a book on climate change, you go to YouTube and you watch a two-minute video on it. That's how my cookie crumbles. But it wasn't always like this. There was a time where I was doing numbers book-wise. From when I was seven to ten years old, a lot of reading. And a big reason for that... At my elementary school, there was this program called Books and Beyond. And Books and Beyond, in hindsight, a way of publicly shaming those who didn't read that much. Because in one of the main hallways, they had the Books and Beyond set up, and there was eight levels. Every single student's name in the entire school was on this wall, and you could see every single student's name, whatever level they might be on. So if you're on level two people would know that. If you were on level eight, people would know that. A lot of pressure there. And to advance levels, you would have to fill out this, it was called a blue sheet, it had 15 different entries. If you read a, a tiny book, that could be one entry. But if you're reading a bigger book and you read X amount of pages, that could be another entry. And before you turned it in, your parents had to sign off. And I don't think anyone knew about forging signatures at this point in time. So you really had to do your reading. I got to level, I believe I got to level eight every single year. One year was a dead sprint to the finish, but for the most part, I always made it to level eight. And a big reason for that, I discovered great illustrated classics. Does that ring any bells? 
I feel like I think the great illustrated classics were much more popular than they actually were. I, I'm putting them levels goosebumps, R.L. Stein, almost series of unfortunate events levels of popularity. I don't know if they're that highly adopted. The great illustrated classics, each book looked 300 pages, really only 235, 250, but here's where things get interesting because each book read like it was 125 pages long. Largely in part due to the fact that every other page or every three pages, there was an illustration, and sometimes these illustrations were one page. They made up one page, usually half a page, but sometimes one page. This was huge. Let's focus just how it helped with books and beyond. I could read... 50 pages of the book, and really I only maybe read 13, but I could use that 50 pages, make up two log entries. Easy. I I burned through levels at that rate. But let's also look at it like this. You're a second grader, and you go to school, you have a Jansport backpack. In the morning, the teacher kind of wants everyone to calm down, 15, 20 minutes of reading. You reach into your Jansport, and you pull out a book from distance, at least all of your classmates, that looks 350 plus. Page numbers, that was a big deal. How many pages is your book? How long is your book? How many chapters? You take out a great illustrated classic, let's say White Fang. Oh my gosh. That's like 32 chapters. And if I'm across the room, mm, that's pumping 325. But you're mowing through it. And you're, putting, you're bending the top corner of the page a few times throughout the book, maybe four or five. It's still aesthetically pleasing, just because you're not really reading that much. You can really churn through it quickly. And it's a thick book. It's the type of book that Jimmy Neutron would read. In, in cartoons, they never read paperback books. They're always very thick. The cartoons, the shows, your heroes, you're reading the same books. The great illustrated classics. Oh my gosh, I think I stopped reading them after fourth grade. They got a little too easy. You don't read great illustrated classics when you've achieved, I think, intermediate levels. I think after a while, you got to put them away. And maybe that's when you get the series of unfortunate events. And the more advanced readers, I mean, that's where we're dipping into Harry Potter. Everyone, here's my thing. I love the idea of a nice read. A good read. I really do. But I'm also practicing self-awareness. So if it's not a great illustrated classic, if a friend or family member didn't write it, if it's not a podcast, if it's not on YouTube, if I can't download it to my phone, I'm not going to say the chances are close to none, but the chances aren't that good that I'll actually consume it.